Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 162 of the Layover Live podcast. I'm Jason Swick, VP of Strategy and Insights at SimpleView. On this episode of the Layover Live, Sandy Jordan and Caroline Dawson stop by to discuss DMOs who are doing a great job marketing to the LGBTQ community. We discuss how DMOs can market their destinations beyond just Pride Month, share examples both domestically and internationally of DMOs who are doing a great job reaching this audience, and more. Hope you enjoy. Each week, the smartest and brightest destination marketers from all over the world talk about the latest trends, happenings, and challenges that affect the travel and tourism industry today. Digital marketing executives, CMOs, and leaders from DMOs of all shapes and sizes share their insights and stories to help you become the best marketer you can be. This is The Layover Live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 162 of The Layover Live, where we bring you the top article from The Layover each week. I'm Jason Swick, VP of Strategy and Insights, and welcome to our show. Now, we won't have an article to share this week, but I am excited to have Caroline Dawson here and Sandy Jordan as we're continuing with our theme this month of really showcasing Pride Month. Last month we had uh, Yuen Zhang, or last episode rather, we had Yuen Zhang on. We had Rachel Cavello come on. Big influencers in the travel space, both from a global standpoint and here domestically, who came on and shared some great insights. But now what we want to do is we want to show some examples of DMOs out there who are doing a great job marketing to this audience as there's some great work that's being done both here in the States and from a global perspective. And so I've got two of some of the best uh, in the business out here, Caroline and Sandy, to come in and help share some of these examples. And so, Caroline, I think I'm going to start with you. Uh, You know, we're coming off that episode with uh, Ewern and with Rachel, uh, who shared really some amazing insights and thoughts around travel and the LGBTQ plus community. Um, now, although a lot of DMOs, you know, really highlight their communities during this month, which is which is great, how can DMOs maybe out there communicate to their destina- about their destinations rather to these travelers throughout the year? Because it's not just about Pride Month only; it's about marketing to this audience throughout the year. So, what are some ways they might be able to do that? I mean, yeah, I mean, in my opinion, consistency and authenticity is probably the key game player here. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're looking to highlight your destination to an LGBTQ plus audience, don't just do it for one month of the year or just during pride season. Um, you know, as an openly gay woman within the industry, I am gay 365 days a year. <laughs> I can't switch it off. And I don't just leave the house for pride month. Um, I do travel all year round. Um, So I would just say to people, you know, one of my key bits of advice is um, get involved with the community, network with your local LGBTQ plus groups, talk with them about how best you can highlight your destination, create LGBTQ plus alliances within your destination. So for example, you know, work with or support your local pride event um, to attract a wider audience. Um, You could use it as an opportunity to educate not only yourself and your team members, but your key stakeholders, your local businesses, work with the community groups to hold workshops on how that they can um, showcase themselves as gay friendly and and make sure they're um, attracting an LGBTQ plus audience and ultimately be visibly welcoming. Um, to the LGBTQ plus audience, that's key, you know, reference that you're gay friendly destination on your site, own it. Imaging is a super, super simple way to do this. Um, You know, make sure you're showcasing diversity across 
all of your content, not just one page within your website. You can do things like invite LGBTQ plus influencers, writers to come and experience your destination, work with LGBT media outlets, um, or even join an LGBTQ plus association like the IGLTA we're members of. Um, they provide great travel resources and support and they also obviously looking to promote equality and safety within travel. So those are just a couple of ideas that you could quickly do to market your destination all year round to the community. Yeah, that's really good, good insight. And, I, and that's why I wanted to start with that question, because I love the ideas that you have around some of this and some of the things that you've seen, you know, being all over the world. I think, you know, creating this alliance you talk about and and not looking at it as a checkbox item, a part of, of the success of an overall marketing strategy. Diversity has been so important. It's top of mind for everybody, but it but it's not just a month. Right. It's we should be thinking about these things all the time. And so getting involved. I mean, I look at how much I've learned just in this month of doing these episodes, but it doesn't just stop and end there. It should continue on um, to, to, to better resonate with this audience. I think it's really important. You make some really good points. So I want to kind of jump into some examples then of clients who are doing some great things now, but also can do work throughout the year. That's pretty good. So, Sandy, I want to go to you, you know, you know, here on this side of the pond, maybe what destinations have you seen? stand out in the world of LGBTQ plus marketing? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, Caroline brings up a, a really good point that, you know, it needs to kind of be a part of your, your DNA, a part of your branding, something that uh, you're focused on all year long, uh, not just during Pride Month. And, you know, Houston does a phenomenal job with that, uh, with, with My Gay Houston. Mm -hmm. uh, they highlight the LGBTQ plus community in H-Town. The, the whole site reads like a magazine. Um, and they're consistently updating that content with the, the newest, the greatest. Um, you know, one of the pieces that's out for this month that I absolutely enjoyed reading um, was the Instagrammable Pride Spots. Um, they did a really great job harnessing that UGC style content um, to show all the spots where, you know, you can go and fill up your Instagram with these beautiful, brightly colored, um, there's a, a feature, um, the ice cream drip, which is on the side of a building. It's just absolutely gorgeous. It's a cool contrast uh, for an image. They also have this beautiful rainbow crosswalk that's featured in that article. Um, so, you know, just showing the pride that that city has in its community. Um, they do a great job at that. And it's not just during June. They're, they're highlighting all of these places all year long um, and actively updating that content. So mm -hmm. they do a very phenomenal job at that. Um, another great example is Discover Los Angeles. Um, you know, and I, I appreciate their contribution from a different perspective, more the, the UX perspective, um, you know, looking at the, the listings that they have provided um, from a desktop feature. Uh, there's an interactive map that's right next to it. Um, you can very easily plan your Pride Week out, um, just checking out their events. Um, something that I mention to clients all the time, no matter what audience it is, is to find ways to merge one audience into another. Hmm. You can have a user journey that you know starts in one place, but through the power of that landing page, takes that audience member to a completely different audience and and uh, they do a really great job here, uh, highlighting other festivals and other things to do that aren't necessarily specifically LGBTQ plus content. Um, there's anime 
uh, anime uh, conventions that are going on. There's uh, various movie uh, movie conventions and art shows and specials at museums that aren't specifically pointed towards the LGBTQ plus community. Um, and it's important to know that this community is not just looking for one type of content. You know, as Caroline mentioned, it's, <laughs> we're not just going out in June. You know, we're looking for things to do all year long and places to spend our money all year long. So making sure that you're taking that line and feeding it through the rest of your branding, the rest of your content for the whole year is really important if you want to authentically market to that community. Yeah, those are really, really great insights, Sandy. Um, I, I love that, right? Like how the, the fluidness between these audiences and I think it, it's a good point to make. Um, on that side. So Caroline, I want to get your perspective now too, from, from maybe overseas and what you've seen, you know, what are DMOs, um, you know, how are DMOs, uh, you know, uh, globally then, uh, you know, reaching this audience? Yeah. I mean, one country I probably have to highlight is, is mm -hmm. Malta. Mm -hmm. Um, they have to be probably one of Europe's most internationally recognized LGBTQ plus friendly destinations. And they've really also actively been a massive champion of LGBTQ plus rights, more importantly. So there's strong equality laws that they've seen is really, they've topped, I believe the Rainbow Europe list for the last five years in ahead of like Belgium and Luxembourg, France, and even Denmark within that. Um, I know that discrimination against LGBT plus people has been like banned since 2004, same-sex marriage and adoption are both legal, and actually Malta was one of the first EU countries to ban conversion therapy. So as Sandy said, it's part of their DNA, and it sort of all adds to the Maltese reputation of kindness and excellent hospitality, and it's really seen them as a country grow as a really top tourist destination year after year, especially for the LGBTQ plus community. So Visit Malta really have been proactive within the community. They've obviously got a dedicated page within with key information within their site. Um, and it actually links to a not-for-profit gay-friendly Malta website, which is great. But I also know that they've worked very, very closely with the LGBTQ plus media. Um, they've also worked with dedicated community travel trade groups within the industry. Um, and they've even worked with recognized LGBT media and influencers within the space to really help them um, work with the market. Um, probably another great European example from Scandinavia, not surprisingly, who are always known for their liberal attitudes towards equality. So destinations like Sweden, are known for their friendly attitudes and positive legislation towards the LGBTQ plus community. Um, and they've also been a regular host of Europride um, in Sweden, which they love. And Sweden actually, Pride festivals per capita, has more Pride festivals than anywhere else in the world. Huh. They have 30 different Pride celebrations throughout the country each wow. year. So again, part of their DNA um, and if you go to visit Sweden, you'll see that they've created actually a dedicated website for the LGBTQ plus community, much like Gay Houston done. Um, and it's got some amazing dedicated content within that that you'll be able to see from the work that they've been doing. But there's lots of other destinations that are doing things overseas, um, whether that's a dedicated website, whether it's pages, whether it's content aimed at the community. Um, so visit Bristol 
a great city within the UK has a really fantastic dedicated page with inspiration, insider tips, and they've even got information on their LGBTQ plus history and what the city has meant within the community. Um, and then you can see things like Queensland in Australia has done something similar, but they've got a dedicated LGBTQ plus travel guide, which is great. Um, and also they list a whole load of LGBT plus friendly accommodation listings, which is really useful when you're traveling. Um, and then you've got the tourism authority of Thailand. So just to go to Asia and jump over yeah. there, they, these guys have also got a really great dedicated website, which is called Go Thai Be Free, um, which I love. Um, and their project around this has worked really to try to create more enriching content for the community. Um, there's a load of inspiration within that, not surprisingly. Um, and you'll also, again, find that sort of friendly accommodation listings and events to make sure that it's it's representative of the community. So, I mean, lots of great international examples mm. that we could go through um, but around their marketing efforts. But there's just a couple of uh, samples that I think you might enjoy. <laughs> yeah, really, hey, Caroline, really good ones. And you really did take us around the globe on that. It was awesome. Uh, those are really good examples. One thing I really love that you said um, for the one for, for really these destinations that are doing it well or that stood out for you was that it was part of their DNA, right? It was ingrained in what they did. And I, I love that. Seems like that seems to be a common theme around destinations who seem to be doing it well. And so that's something that I think really resonated me with me. But I want to ask both of you why I've got here too. I know these are great examples. We've got some here domestically that we've shared, some internationally that we've shared, which are really, really well done. But I also like to ask for the advice at the end, right, which I've been doing throughout. Um, so, Sandy, I'll start with you on this one. How about any uh, final advice maybe for, for destination marketers out there? Anything you want to leave them with? Yeah, uh, authenticity. I mean, really, that yeah. that is the biggest story to tell here. Um, you know, and, and what's cool about this concept is that it feeds into every single audience that you market to. Um, but especially with the LGBTQ plus community. Um, there's some amazing stories to tell there, really strong people doing amazing things for our community. Um, so, you know, whether you're in tiny Topeka, Kansas, or, you know, in Los Angeles, you're going to find these great stories to highlight. And that really connects with an audience. Those are the kinds of things that inspire people to travel. Um, they want to experience uh, something something real and something heartwarming and, and something that gets them excited to go to a destination. So look for those stories in your community. I guarantee no matter what size community you're in, those stories are there. And tell those stories not just on a single landing page, but dedicate a section of your website to telling these amazing stories from this fantastic community of people um, that can up, uplift and, and really give pride to every other community around them. Yeah, great, great insight. How about uh, over to you then, Caroline? I mean, just to reiterate really what Sandy said, you know, we are a very diverse community. That's what I will also say is with a range of ex expectations when we travel, we are families, we are couples, we are single folk, we are retired people. We're all exactly, it's that diversification across your audiences. But the sad truth is it is still illegal to be LGBTQ plus in 70 countries. Mm. And you could be given the death penalty in 12. You can't really sell yourself as a gay friendly destination if your local laws actively discriminate against the people you're trying to attract. Mm. 
in general, we as a community are resilient, I will say that, and we are a loyal travel segment, um, and we have a tendency to travel more than our non-LGBTQ plus counterparts. But winning us over is not as simple as just highlighting your local pride event on your site and throwing a rainbow on a page. And as I always say to people, don't just chase the rainbow, be part of it. Consistency, and as Sandy said, authenticity is absolutely key. Don't just chase the rainbow. I, I, I like that. I like the authenticity and the diversity that you shared. Uh, I think that's really, really great advice. So thank you, Caroline and Sandy. Good seeing you both again. I appreciate you coming on and sharing with us. Great examples. Thanks for having us. You bet. And thanks for tuning in each and every week. If you're not subscribed, please do so now. We're also available on Spotify and iTunes through audio podcast. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you next time and have a great day. 